Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. All right, good morning and welcome to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam, and today I'm talking with Wim Tapley. At the age of 18, Wim is one of the most ambitious artists in the D.C. area. After growing up as a musician and a songwriter, he's honed his craft by playing live at pretty much all the bars, restaurants, and small venues in his hometown and the surrounding D.C. area, leading worship at his church and producing his own music. After the coronavirus stifled his plans to pursue music as a street performer in Dublin, Ireland, which would have been really cool, um, (laughs) Wim graduated high school early in order to record his first full-length LP while under quarantine, which is called The Woodlands and now is available. And in August, he's going to become a Georgia Bulldog and is not excited at all. You can tell by all your stuff. (laughs) Not excited. So, (laughs) So welcome, Wim. So good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yeah. So we talked to your mom a few months ago, and it was going to be the two of you. And then yep. <laughs> you, you surprised your mom by by your internet not going out. Yeah, I just went out. We chatted with your mom. <laughs> and it ended up being a great conversation. Um, oh, she did I, great. I think if she knew she was going to be by herself, she would never have gotten on. So it worked out really well. <laughs> but I really wanted you back on too, because your story, I think, is really inspirational. I think it's encouraging. And I think it's really important that teens and parents hear it. So I'm going to hand it over to you and just tell us a little bit about how you got into music. Sure. Um, so I didn't start with music. I, I played all of the sports that my parents would want me to play. And I, you know, whined on the way to every practice. <laughs> and every, But they, they kept trying, you know, we did lacrosse and basketball, swimming, all of it. Um, and then I started taking piano lessons. And I think I actually got dropped by my piano teacher. Because he, he said, you know, I wouldn't do the classical stuff. I just wanted to kind of make up my own things and tinker around with it. And so he said I wasn't going to go anywhere with music. And I, I kind of just did the self-directed path for a little bit. Ended up wanting something a little louder, a little bigger. So I got a drum set for Christmas. And it was like sure, the, your parents the Holy Grail Christmas that. moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I moved on from there. I started really getting into writing songs. And uh, I was writing songs at the piano. I got stuck there. So I picked up a guitar in middle school. And I've been writing and playing on the guitar ever since. That's amazing. And I, I love your path because I think this path sounds so familiar for a lot of parents. We are, as a parent too, I know, it's like we really want our kids to find that thing. And we're just pushing them into all these things. We also have this view of, We don't want to teach them to quit. We want to teach them to persevere. But a lot of what I'm hearing from you is you hadn't found the right thing. So when we push you, it push kids into the thing that they don't want to do. We're we're actually distracting them from finding what they love. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a balance between pushing your kid to try a lot of different things because that was really important. Um, You know, my parents were pushing me to get out and you know I, I met friends through sports and it was cool um but 
you know, I, I made it very clear that, that was not my thing. I, I, I've always been pretty vocal. Um, and I, I was definitely vocal about those sports. Um, but no, I, I, I don't regret the time that I spent playing sports and trying to find my thing because I think that everybody should um, do a lot of things that they don't like and, and get out. And because I, I, you know, something my mom always tells me is you should be stepping outside your comfort zone. Mm. And, and so I guess, you know, those sports and things were outside of my comfort zone, but they did teach me some of those things. Like I had to persevere. I had to get through a full season of lacrosse <laughs> as much as I hated it. Um, and, and I, I use a lot of those skills with my music and stuff, but I, I, I like that my parents, they, they didn't give up. They didn't say, Oh, Jack's a lacrosse player. Your dad's a lacrosse player. You're going to be lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they tried lots of different things. Um, so I'm, I'm very, I, I love my parents. I'm, I'm very lucky. I know. Um, I'm not mad at them for making me do a bunch of sports seasons, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, but I, they, I love it. They gave you the ability to try a lot of things. And then when you found music, um, and I think music is one of those things where a lot of kids, there's interest in it. I know my daughter loves singing in Broadway and has these big dreams. And She's I awesome, yeah. I think as parents, it's like, ah, you know, because it's not a traditional path. It's nope. a scary path. And yep. so what can you tell? Let's first start with teens. What can you tell to teens who are have these big dreams and their parents are like, I don't think that's a good that's a good path. That's scary. What, what can you tell teens that whose parents are not really supportive of their big dreams? Sure. Um, so I, I don't know how much my perspective helps here because I have two very supportive parents. I'm very lucky, but for, for people who don't have supportive parents, um, I would say this isn't the fun answer, but you have to back up your dreams with a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very important to dream. I've, I've kind of forgotten how to dream through working really hard and i've had to relearn you know like okay i, I gotta think about all the big stuff because you can't do the big stuff if you don't think about it but um you know if they're not working and and doing the research and and putting in the time to like you know you, you can't just say like oh i want to play bass and then just sit there and hope you get a bass guitar you should be googling like the bases you want and looking up bass lessons on youtube and finding other people that may play or maybe you could borrow a bass from um but I think my parents trusted that I was going to be okay with music because I was always doing music. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. A lot of parents might say, well, Wim clearly is a very driven kid and he's just, you know, his parents can trust him. He's drive my kids, not so driven. They don't do their homework. When I ask them to do stuff, they don't do it. So were you like on top of everything? Were you driven across the board? Um, I, so I get, I get my schoolwork done. Um, cause that makes things easier for me with my parents. <laughs> like I, I, I figured <laughs> I, I, they're so hands off. I, I just try to, you know, I try to do the best that I can with everything just so I minimize those like unpleasant conversations <laughs> and I can just worry on, worry about what I want to worry about. Um, but you know, for those kids that, that aren't putting in the work, um, you know, maybe, maybe school isn't, isn't the path for them. Um, maybe, they, they do need to just focus more on school. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, if, if you're not working hard, then you're not going to be able to get anything done. So, you, you know, you kind of pick your heart. You're, you're either going to be um, lazy and, and sad because you're not doing your, your thing, or you're going to be working hard and, you know, sad because you're, you're working hard a lot. Um, but 
the, one of those paths is a lot more fulfilling. So yeah. I would just encourage kids to, you know, get your stuff done. How do you stay motivated? Especially when things get really hard. I have a really, really great support network. Um, so I, I have friends that I can turn to. I, I kind of, I, I blow up. Like I, when I'm stressed, I, I, I am externally stressed. Um, so I just kind of like, sometimes I need a moment where I just like, ah, like I have my mom and just, you know, do the whole existential spiel. Like everyone hates their jobs <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing and all of that. And I just get it out and I don't need any of it. Um, but it, it helps me to just get it out. Um, but I, I have really great people that I can talk to. Um, I'm, I'm a big goal setter. Mm -hmm. So something, you know, kids that maybe aren't driven, something that would help somebody is, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning, just write three things you want to get done that day. It can be stupid things. It can be like, oh, I want to, you know, do my laundry or, or I want to take my dog on a walk or I want to beat this video game level. But if, if you're getting in the habit of seeking out goals and then working towards them, eventually you can get to the goals where you're saying, okay, I want to rip through this song on the bass or um, I want to play this gig by this date. That's fantastic. And I think setting goals too helps all of us, yeah. but teens too. I think I see a lot of teens who are just particularly with the coronavirus have just been listless, you know, and they're like, mm. school sucks. I don't get the point, but setting these goals, even if they're little goals, and being able to check those off, you start feeling rewarded and going, ooh, what other goals can I achieve? And you yeah. kind of develop that habit. I love that. That's it's great. building that, that culture for yourself. And mm -hmm. it, even I, you know, even I get really tunnel vision sometimes. Um, I do the whole, like, what's the point of school and what's all this? Um, and, and keeping goals on the horizon, um, you know, little goals, daily goals up to like the big, like, playing Madison Square Garden goals, whatever, whatever right. it is for you. Um, it, it just keeps that, that focus on the future there. Because, you know, as teens, like, we don't have our, um, what is it, our prefrontal cortex fully developed. So we're That's not right. about the future. Um, and it's, it's really easy to just freak out about the moment. So those goals, those goals help a lot. Yeah, I, I love that. So how, what can you attribute in terms of your parents, like what were the things that they did specifically, if you can think of any, that really helped you follow your dream and stay motivated and stay encouraged? So my, my parents, both of them work so hard at, at all. Like my dad with his job, he puts in so much work. My mom, she's working a full-time job and running this horse rescue full-time. And so like the culture in our house, it was kind of like, you know, you can't just be a bump on a log. Like you can't just sit there um, because everyone around you is doing all these big things. Um, so I saw the culture that they set of working hard and I, I wanted to follow that. And also um, my parents, you know, they, they were the ones, you know, first guitar, they got the first guitar. Um, I think my uncle got me my drum set. They got me the piano. Um, so my parents have been really supportive, helping me kind of build my foundation with the equipment that I use. Um, and uh, also my, you know, they come to a lot of my gigs still. I play the same set every night. Um, they're still out there almost every weekend. Um, my dad is like, you know, yelling requests at me and my, you know, my mom will bring out all her friends. They bring out all their friends. Um, so they're just super, they're, they're into what I'm doing, which helps a lot. Um, and, and they're supportive financially and emotionally. Um, and they taught me to work really hard. So they're modeling hard work, 
they're supporting you and your biggest fans. Um, although you've got a lot of fans now, don't you? But they, they're, know, they're, they're, your, <laughs> they're your biggest <laughs> fans. And, and just they, they keep like filling in with your dream. Like they keep supporting it. Were there times do you believe that they were like, oh my God, should we be supporting this dream? Or should we be, you know, getting him focused on something a little more practical? Yeah. I mean, I used to suck and I like, people don't think about that, but I, I was really bad for a, for a while. Um, there are areas I still have like strong weaknesses. Um, I get very idealistic and head up in the clouds and like kind of the creative brain. And then, um, I kind of need to take it down and get practical and get more business focused. So there are things that I have to iron out. And, um, my parents aren't afraid of, you know, addressing those things. Like, like they'll be super real with me. Um, my mom will, you know, she'll kick me in the butt. She'll be like, you know, when was the last time you wrote a song? I'll be like, oh, I've been a song in a while. <laughs> and then, you know, they'll, they'll really get on my case. But I, I appreciate every moment of it. Yeah. So they're, they're supporting you, but they're also pushing you and saying, they're okay. They're pushing me a lot. Yeah. yeah but in what you want to do. So they're yeah, like, and, and they're they going to do that, this. Yeah. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, that's the attitude around here. And they, they know that I, I want to accept that. So they're, they're cool with, um, you know, pushing me. I'm cool with it. Un- unsolicited advice is no fun, but all the advice <laughs> from my parents for the most part is solicited. For Sometimes the they don't part. know. Yeah. But. As you're saying it here, I'm sure there's been times where you're like, Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to play that song. Well, like, like no one knows. that song. <laughs> yeah. But so, I love them. Uh, we know that it's awesome. Cause they're, they're so completely supportive. I think that's great. And so the other thing I think is a lot of times when parents see kids going down these very, and I mean, people want to be YouTube stars. Now they want to play video games and get paid to pay video games. They want to be influencers. And there's a lot of these areas that parents are like, what, but you're, and I think musician is one of those too, where you're like, mm-hmm. Okay, that just seems like, yeah, yeah, it seems very lofty. I think some of the fear too is, well, if they're growing down this goal, they're going to totally just like not do anything practical, like go to school. So how are you balancing this lofty dream of being a musician and going to college? Yeah, um, so I'm biased. I'm going to a very fun college. Um, I'm very excited to go to Georgia. Um, but you know, for a while I, I was, you know, toying with the idea of not going much to my parents' dismay. Um, they were freaking, I, I, and it would, it would really, it would get, you know, I, I would do the existential conversation with mm-hmm. like, why do we need to go to school? It's a waste of money. Everyone's getting student loans, like all, all this stuff. Um, but I, I wanted to hone in on somewhere where I could accomplish both of, you know, both music and, and school, um, I was really, really interested in liberal arts and stuff in school. I still have a passion for learning um, that's kind of carried out my whole life. Um, and so I'm doing, I'm doing a philosophy major in, in college, and I'm really excited to explore that and just take a bunch of, try to take a bunch of general liberal arts classes and stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what I'm doing in school. And then I picked a place, you know, Athens has 80 bars within a square mile it's, it's like the most bars per capita in the u.s or something so i saw that and it was just you know gig 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 yeah. so um i i picked this you know it, it's i'm not going to be sitting and grinding in my in my dorm i'm going to be you know obviously working hard at school but i i picked a fun environment where i can you know learn and, and learn from other musicians in the area and hopefully kind of make it my own turf in a couple of years so 
it, it took me, it, it took me set those big goals, um, for that place to make it exciting. Yeah. Um, and I had to, you know, I had to make a decision. Like I almost went to music school. It was between Georgia and Berkeley school of music. And I decided that I would rather, um, kind of do a mix of the music and, and still learning uh, history and, and writing and, and all that stuff. So, but I, I, I really, you know, I, I was very negative about the whole college application process a lot. I got rejected from like four schools. So maybe parents will hear this and like, Oh, I don't want to follow that kid's advice. But <laughs> no, um, I, think it's, I think it's reassuring because yeah, but you yeah, we get worried. Trust yeah. The process. yeah. You, I, I totally believe that now. I mean, maybe I get to Georgia and I hate it. I really don't see that happening. No. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm excited to go. I'm excited to do uh, school and music. Yeah. And it seems like that's something that you came to your own conclusion on. I mean, clearly your parents are like most parents where they're like, come on, college, you've got to have college, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like most students I talk to that are like, why, why, why? And I yeah. like that you kind of got to that through what you love, Mm -hmm. took you there so it's, yeah. it's interesting and you so you feel like you're on your path but you're on that path that's kind of bringing in some of that influence from your parents as well sure yeah yeah so any tips any more tips for parents on how they can support their teens with their with their dreams I would say um if, if your kid has an interest in something be be gentle when they're bad at it at first that's good. I, I love trying new things, being bad at them. Um, I'm, I'm always trying to learn something new and, and I'm sucking at something at all times. And, and that's a very important part of the human growth experience. And, and, you know, you should always be learning and always picking up things. So as a parent, I would say if your kid is super into playing guitar and can like barely squeak out Sweet Home Alabama or something, just, just get through it, get it, get it going and, and be supportive. Um, Cause you know, you know, like not every kid who does music is going to follow a music career, but there are people who are like richly fulfilled by, by having music as a hobby or whatever as a hobby. Um, so I, I would say support what your kid shows a genuine interest in whether or not they're good at it, because chances are, even if they're not good at it, they're going to meet people through it. It's going to be a positive source of, of, you know, getting rid of stress. Um, and you know, you don't have to be good at, at your hobbies you can you can do them for fun yeah and you get better I mean that's you the do. whole thing it's not yeah. it's this not this like you either are good or aren't good because like you said you weren't even good when you started yeah and I, I think most people yeah. would say you're pretty damn good now and you've practiced <laughs> so it's a matter of a lot of practice yeah saying, yeah so great how are we gonna get better what are we gonna mm -hmm. do how are you gonna do and that I think is interesting because we worry about teens being motivated a lot of times, but mm -hmm. when they're passionate about something, I believe they're extraordinarily motivated, right? Mm -hmm. When they, yeah, it, it that takes dream. that almost like obsession over something. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I have that just naturally with music. It's not every day, you know, I can't always rely on motivation. Um, sometimes I just have to build that habit of getting in the studio. Um, but Whatever it is, you know, if it's video games, um, you know, a lot of people meet, you know, they play like league and stuff and they meet all these people online through video games. Um, there are so many positive outlets that people have access to now that have been frowned upon. Like even, even social media gets mm -hmm. frowned upon, but there are so many communities within social media 
um, where people can buy, even like on a meme account. There are so many ways to meet other people. Um, I say just, just, you know, think with empathy first. Um, think, think about like the positive and then, you know, if <laughs> you can course correct if needed, but, um, I would just, if your kid has an interest in something, be super excited about it. Cause I don't like when my dad gets excited about my music, there's, there's nothing like it. Like I, I get so pumped to put out a single. My dad is like, Oh yeah, this is, this is good. So I love it when my parents are and in, are into what I'm doing. Uh, that is so important to hear. And I think it's so true. Most, most of us, even at my age, want our parents, you know, to be thrilled and happy and approval and everything else. It's mm -hmm. nobody else in the world that means as much, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, at your age, that's like everything, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm so... when when your kid is going off to do whatever they want to do yeah and just showing up like you said yeah just showing and up. and leaving a lot of freedom if if the kid can be trusted with that but yeah um freedom has like my parents have left a very long leash for me um so i i get to make a lot of my own decisions and and i that i see them more as a a system of support rather than like the i'm gonna get in trouble with them so when mm -hmm. i when i do do something stupid um I, I'm able to go to them and like ask for help rather than just worrying about like the, the slap on the wrist. Nice. And what has happened? Have you made some big mistakes and how, how is that handled? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm, you know, I'm an 18 year old. <laughs> I've, done, I've done a lot of stuff. Um, and, and I have always pretty, like, I, I never, have, I've never really left it like, Oh, I'm just going to freak out and wait until they find out and then like hide. And <laughs> like, it's, it's usually me. I mean, like something really bad will happen. The first instinct is like, Oh my God, I got to call my mom, mm. which is great. Cause I, I know that they're going to treat me with more empathy, more like we, cause they, they want the best for me. They want to help yeah. me. Um, and it's, it's more about that help than grounding me or whatever. Right. So I'm, I'm very lucky that, yeah. that they're, understanding and supportive and they they trust you trust them i think is the big piece of that i trust them a lot yeah. yeah and and they trust me as well and we've been able to build that trust but it's it's a really it's a really great relationship yeah that's fantastic they're they're helpful yeah i think that's a great message because they i'm sure there's fear there i'm sure there's a lot of fear there but sure. they're able to like get through that fear and kind of still allow you to be you yeah, I mean, when I'm running off to play gigs at midnight and stuff, they're a little bit like, "Whoa, this is this is crazy." But they, you know, I always get home. So yeah, um, yeah, that's awesome. So, any last tips of for parents with teenagers to help them in this? Hmm. Um, just be open minded. Like there, there are so many things to try these days that parents may not even know about. Like some kids are into like, you know, at Freedom High School, they have like a k-pop dance club and they have like anime stuff and they have music appreciation club and they have like languages you can it's just there's so much stuff everything yeah. is so saturated um that even if you're like oh i've never heard of bollywood dancing before <laughs> like if your kid wants to do that that's that's awesome because I, I think it's so cool that 
everyone has so many options these days. Yeah. So tell us a little bit before you go about your music and where people can find that. Sure. Um, I have a website. It's wimtapley.com. And I'm putting out a new single soon. I'm mixing it right now, so I don't have a release nice. date. But, um, yeah, but I, I play pretty much every weekend. People can check me out on Facebook. Um, I'll be around. That's great. Thank you, Wim. I am so grateful you could join us today. Thank you. And with much better internet service this time. Yes, no no West Virginia <laughs> Mount. I, I was so stupid for that. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That happens. That happens. Thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. If you want to learn even more about how to connect with your teen and calm the drama, be sure to join me on Tuesday for the Parenting Teens Power Hour. I have an incredible lineup of experts ready to share their best tips and secrets, and it's free. You can register at askdrcam.com slash power hour. I'll put the link in the show notes along with the links to Wim's website as well. And if you enjoyed this episode and all the amazing nuggets that Wim shared with us, please take a moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find this show. Feel free to share it with a friend as well. Have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.ask.com drcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.